0: Right, it's a, because it's it's a conflicting thing. Because I got you know, like you, you got family in the military. I got family in the military. I know people in the military, and it's like, I look at it sort of like there's a split. There's uh there's the the veterans, the the regular people. When they think of the military, they're thinking the flag, they're thinking serving the country, all of the the good things that we should think. But then the other side of it is the 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 politics, the guys in the suits, the bureaucracy. The the money behind the scenes, the the contracts being sent out to third world countries where they're building up roads and infrastructure in third world countries where they're obsessed with getting resources from other countries when we don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we got to front the bill for all of that as taxpayers. Like one thing that absolutely blows my fucking mind is that we still deal with the Middle East in terms of oil when we have massive oil reserves in the U.S. alone. Look at Alaska by itself. But no, we can't touch Alaska because natural reserves... Okay, let's be honest. Most most people, when it comes to Alaska, don't think about Alaska, okay? So, like, the whole nature argument, I, I, like, bullshit, because people don't even think about it. One, I believe there, like those gas reserves there in Alaska and that nature should be taken out in the most efficient way possible without ruining the environment. But I'm not saying we should ignore it when that can be put to great use. Mm-hmm. The US as a nation has enough people and resources to self-sufficiently rely on itself. We can literally retreat into ourselves as a country and not deal with any other nation and be fine. No other country can do that on the planet. Like, look, Europe Europe is just a bunch of different, you know, that's why they got a European Union, just a bunch of different countries. France can't exist as a nation within its own borders by itself. It has to do business with Germany, with the UK. Foreign, ha- foreign policy. Foreign policy. You're, that's just the nature of, of Europe, though, because of how it is. It's like in the US, you could drive. It takes what four to five hours to get to Texas. You're still in the US. Four or five hours. You went from Switzerland In the Alps all the way down to Italy. Like you're all the way. You all. You went from wearing a jacket and a coat and skiing to wearing a speed-up in that simple amount of time. So there's, like, that big amount of difference between the U.S. and Europe that also has to be taken into account.
1: But isn't that, like, a backup plan for the
2: U.S.? If they have those reserves over there? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. They could just be reserving it. But, like you're saying, if there's enough and there's a way for us to efficiently use those... Then why even be over there in the Middle East?
1: That just sounds like greedy. Like that we're just being greedy, cause we're basically, that's what. What I'm thinking is we're basically just buying them out, so we could be the, the, the supplier
0: of the market. And why do you think? Why do you think when they have they have the wars over there, they force a lot of these nations to what to trade in U.S. currency? Yeah. The whole plan of the establishment, you know, world elites in the Great Reset. All right. when it comes to their part, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. All right, let me first say this, because I was talking about, I don't want to go off tangent, right? I want to really focus and make sure that I'm getting these points on. First, let's talk about the West, because that's where we are. So the US, Canada, you say Mexico, you could say parts of Mexico, especially in manufacturing. Like a lot of US companies will manufacture in Mexico. Because cheaper labor. But mainly the U.S., Canada, and Western Europe. Mm-hmm. They want them to be the consumer class. The first world, they want the regular, everyday people to be a consumer class. Constantly buying, constantly buying. We do Now, this is our fault, too, for playing into it. For constantly buying and constantly buying. But that's how it's always set up. You constantly need to go to a company. Oh, you need this? Go there. You yeah. Do this. And every... They use, they use convenience as like a, a trap Because every time, though there's some new convenience Think about this for a second I can go and buy, if I want food Pull out my phone, Uber Eats I can just have something sent to my house right. So this immediate gratification culture Is what also fosters all of this So that's what they want I mean, now, you go to work, look, look at the rise of the caring culture Right, people getting mad They're not getting what they want right away Mm-hmm. in a store. The that's what happens when you build a culture of immediate gratification. So all of this is well planned, of course, but you know, we're dealing with very smart people. These these elites, they're not idiots, they're not stupid. So, with that first being said, the cool.
1: Now, I think you got yeah, what's you it? got to pop it. Yeah.
0: So they want basically first world country, the first world countries, first world nations to be, you know, a permanent consumer class constantly spending for media gratification on things that are built on planned obsolescence. They constantly fail. So every few years or so, we're constantly buying something new. So, you look at a car, a lot of cars really do last what? The warranty period. They last the warranty period, then guess what? You start having problems. And then, nowadays, with the amount of tech and electronics, you look at cars made years ago, as they've added more and more, the the longevity of a vehicle has decreased. Cars are not going to last much longer. Let's say 10, 20, 30 years when, you know, maybe not 30 years, but 50 years. When Teslas and electric vehicles... At that point, really might be most of the vehicle market at the trajectory. A lot of right. car companies are pushing electric cars. You have, like, a General Motors, Cadillac trying to go fully electric. Which they uh, have hybrid ones. They have hy- hybrids. Now, Mercedes said they're done making V8s after 2022. I know <laughs> BMW's done with the V12 in 2023, and the V8 is not much longer. So... Like, car, the internal combustion engine is going to be gone. It's going to be replaced with computers, batteries, electronics. The turnover on electronics is incredibly high. How long has somebody had the same computer? Go look at a computer that came out 10 years ago, 5 years ago. You be like, what the fuck? Look at a phone that came out 5 years ago. What was the iPhone that came out 5 years ago? You remember? No. Dude, right. You don't even remember, bro. And that, like, that's, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. They were going to want you continuously buying it might be to a point where you might not even be able to buy a car. You're going to like you it's going to be like Uber essentially where a, you have a car, car there and you pull out your phone and you use you pay to drive <laughs> the car to your destination and you get out of it and some other asshole rolls up and pulls out his phone and pays to drive it for whatever mileage is going to be. That'd be crazy. But, but I'm t- like that's what they want. They don't want you to own anything mm. in the west. Now that's the first world. The third world Essentially a manufacturing class Right They want factories They don't have labor laws over there And they just have a bunch of people In a huge plot of land You have countries like Africa I mean you know what China wants to do in Africa Like they're going to set What China wants to do in Africa right now Is they give these generous loans It's how the Chinese Communist Party always works. They give out generous loans Like hey Don't worry about You know the West We'll give you billions of dollars, we'll bring people in, build up your infrastructure, we'll get roads built, railroads set up, all this stuff that would greatly benefit these third world countries. But it's going to benefit them too. It It's, it's, it's a, just a favor and a favor. What is, what's the word? It's like a, like a gotcha, like a, a bait and switch. That's mm-hmm. what it is because it, they did it to Tesla. You know, you can look up the old Tesla thing, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I did hear about that. You hear about how they how they did Elon Musk. How they, yeah, yeah. Musk. Mm-hmm. How they, they sweetened him up, and as soon as he came in, he set up a plant in China, he got him. They start, now they're taking the intellectual property from what Tesla is doing. They're going to spread it through the Chinese car companies, right? Making the Chinese car companies slowly increase in quality for the Chinese market, Mm. right? And they keep all that money there. That's what they're going to do. That's what they do with every... That's what they do with every company, Mm. right? You have these Chinese pop-up... Bro, you can't have a company in China without somebody on the CCP being there saying, okay, you got to do this, this, and they're sticking to these Communist Party rules. And if any time Xi Jinping or any of his people make a phone call and tell Mm -hmm. you to dance... You you turn on whatever song they tell you to turn on. Like that's how it works in China. It's a it's authoritarianism. But it, it's they put a fog up to make it look like it's not. Let me show you, you could be a billionaire in China. You say something, you call Xi Jinping the pre the president of China, the I don't know, maybe chairman. I'm gonna call him chairman, not right. president. Chairman uh Xi. <laughs> But he if you say anything, you call him Winnie the Pooh. You're done. I mean you could be a billionaire. But, episode. but it was based on the real, like how I think yeah. it was a, a some kind of Chinese uh, meme or something. Some kind of had to do with Disney too. Yeah, yeah. They, they Disney was not allowed to pull in either because people started making fun of him, and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do that. In China. You make fun of, you make fun of the, the leader. You talk bad about them, and okay. you're gone. You, you take it to a black site. It's like North Korea, but in a three-piece suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's crazy. That's how China works. So that's how they're gonna do. uh, You know, basically these third world countries, like these underdeveloped countries in Africa, they're gonna use generous loans to build up infrastructure. The infrastructure is not gonna last long, of course. That's not the plan. (laughs) The plan is to get them indebted to you. So what do they do? The Chinese will come in and say, "Hey, we're gonna build more." And and this is really the CCP. I want to really elaborate. When I say the Chinese, I want to elaborate. This is the CCP. The plan of the, the government is what they have. They, you can look at their mission statement online. This is what they want to do. Well, mission statement, but this is how the CCP works. So... Hold on,
1: hold on. What, what, is, what is the CCP?
0: Chinese Communist Party. Okay. Yeah, they're the ruling party of China. Essentially, the government. There is no other party in China. No other political party, group, faction, or anything. This, essentially, CCP originated from just to get off go off on attention so you understand. You know what you know the uh the Chinese communist revolution in the fifties?
1: Mm, not that much, man.
0: So there was a, a nationalistic fight. There was a fight between the nationalist and the communist in China as communism was gaining steam in the 20th century. After the, the Bolshevik revolution in the the twenties, it of course spread the idea got to China too. And in the fifties the communist you see that video one. of the man standing in front of the tank. Tiananmen Square, but that, that was in 1989. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was 19. Yeah. I uh, was it 89 or. Se- I might be. Oh uh, fuck! I don't know. I think it was 89. I'm 95.
2: Was was it was sure. in the mid to late 90s, not 90s, 1900s. Is when that took place because
0: that was another is, revolution. Was
2: the
1: is that connected? Is that the same?
0: Tiananmen Square, with, with that that was the the communist party. They've mm-hmm. been in charge of China since the 70s. Oh yeah, Mao Zedong. The, you know, the red, uh, the, the, the red flag march, you know, all those red flags. They had those basically what North Korea looks like now, how they have those parades. That's what China was doing in the fifties through the Mm seventies. You had the, you had starvations by the millions. I mean, this is, this is common in communist nations throughout history. Mass starvation, labor camps, uh, elitism. Of course, elitism always takes form, right? It's how the people take care of it. It's how the, the society will move. But anyway, just so, you know, so now you understand the CCP, yeah. how it originated, the war, the, the war between the nationalists mm-hmm. who are now basically in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So Taiwan, to me, is China. Right? That might sound weird because I'm going to refer to them as Taiwan, but I always make sure to, always want to say to the the nationalist Chinese, which means the people who are... They, they're about the Chinese culture, the history. The communists aren't. When they took over, they started destroying things. They, they started destroying the Chinese culture. The nationalists wanted to uphold it. So, to me, when I just look at that with pure and utter fucking logic, they are the Chinese. Like, they should, like essentially, instead of the CCP, the Taiwanese government is what China should be. You know that they're they're, they're they're the Taiwanese mar the Taiwanese government they don't indulge in any of the foolishness of the CCP like the you know Jing, uh Xinjiang Uyghur internment camps. They are open to negotiations and trade and working with the West. Right there, they have a free thinking society where people are allowed to express themselves. Can't do that, anymore. you know, uh, Xi Jinping's China, mm. Mao Zedong's China so but back to the great reset Peter, like i was what? getting into like how like the whole thing works so i first started with the us and the what? so we're gonna get this yeah yeah works let's break this down into parts okay so part one part one was the rich first world countries are to be a permanent slave economic slave of okay. constant consumers mm-hmm. we we want you waking up every day working long hours taking your money and buying things you have the things, they don't last, and you're buying them again. And you're buying, and you're buying, and you're buying. And the economy has to be that way, where you constantly, constantly, constantly spending money on things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. That's part one. That's the U.S., Canada, Western Europe, First World Nations. Okay. Part two. Third World Nations. Basically a labor class. Cheap labor. We can go set up factories in countries where there aren't labor laws, and we can do things like... You know, rub it under, you know, basically, uh... Sweep it under the, the table. table. Yeah, sweep it under the table if, uh... You know, somebody dies or something. You know, or if, uh, human rights are violated. As long as the right people are paid. And even in these countries... Oh, exactly. And a lot of these these third-world countries, the governments are pretty inept. So, I mean, if you... You go to the, the right government leaders, and you, you know nudge, nudge. Scratch my back, I scratch your back. Here, let me make a donation to your, uh, your your next election, your campaign, you know, whatever, something like that. So it's very easy for them to do that in a very underdeveloped third world nation. Like, now, nowadays, it's it's very hard, but like I said, with this whole elitist thing, they're they're planning it and they're working it in a way so that they can use the third world labor, right? Okay, now part three. And to me, this is really the brutal thing. And you can sum it up with, with this simple sentence, you will own nothing and you will be happy. So, I was alluding to that earlier when I said you pull out your phone and you walk up to a car and you drive it somewhere. Mm -hmm. That goes to your house. Owning a house, ha. BlackRock is buying up neighborhoods right now as I am talking. A big hedge fund Billion-dollar hedge fund is buying up entire neighborhoods. So why so they can rent it out to people? So you can't own a house and pass it down to your kids. You won't own anything, and you will be happy. That's, so, other than that, it's also the car thing, right? Where, hey, car, you're going to own a car for it. Cars won't last that long, so you just, whoop, get in your car, use it for all however you need to use it, drop it off. Or, you know, you have ride share expense to such a point that, it will, might it might be common even though right now we're in COVID and everybody's you know, people masking and all that. It could be to a point where you might hop in a you might hop in a Uber or a, whatever the future of that transportation company whatever it is that they want it to be. You hop in this temporary transportation, you head somewhere with people, and that's how you guys get around. The days of owning my car and your car and your car is over. The days of my house, your house, your house is over. Is over the day of my thing is done mm. So that's how it would ultimately be Except for who? The people at the top They'll own everything They'll have Right now you hear about uh, environmentalism How is it that you have all these people Will f- <laughs> get into private jets And fly Right To different countries that all To all stand around and talk to us About how bad the environment is Does that make sense No. Yeah. so that that's how you can always catch this you look for the the logical inconsistencies in the in the in the rulers you look at San Francisco in california you they had a they had their full lockdown right and you weren't allowed to go to the store you can't go to stores or anything like that small shops had to close down things of that nature and nancy Pelosi of course Nancy okay, you know, Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, well, you can't get your hair done because it's COVID. You gotta wear a mask. Nancy Pelosi walks in, no mask. She can get her hair done, do what Mm -hmm. she wants. Barack Obama's birthday party, Martha's Vineyard, I believe. There were 50 or so guests. All of them, these celebrities, wealthy, interesting, powerful people. (laughs) You look at the people at his party, that was essentially the image of, of what this elite looks like. These are people from all kinds of countries, all kind of businesses, all kind of everything. Right. They're all there. And in this time of, of wearing masks and COVID and do this, and, and, and you're supposed to do the right thing, they're all laughing, joking at this party, telling us what we have to do when we laugh and joking at have a party. None of them had masks. Somebody there caught COVID. Now it's a whole big thing on the news. You can watch it. You can literally watch them say, Here's what we're gonna do. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do what we can do. And it's gonna keep growing until people start saying, Okay, no. But that's yeah, essentially. They already what have this that.
1: Is. I mean, with all the people being like, It's my right, you know, I don't have to wear a mask or some it's, shit. It's 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 all it's like them being it's like being a parent you're basically a hypocrite because you tell your kids not to do something and you know do as we say now as, now yeah. as we do
0: but that's well, basically but th- th- this is the nature of elites yeah I'm just pointing out how now it's no longer going to be a, a thing of this or that or you know a, it's now going to be more ridiculous right I would argue that you, you may have you may I'm trying to think I want to say I first wanted to say that it would be easier to overthrow an institution like this in an earlier time. But I had to really sit back and think about times of that age. I'd have to take into account, okay, where would I be born into? Because if I was born into some kind of peasant underclass, it would be incredibly hard for me to do anything right. in that kind of time. Good luck with me coming anywhere near an emperor. I'd be stabbed before any of that would happen. Unless, you know, I, I had the... Ability to have the intelligence I have now, which I only have because we live in a time of information traveling so quickly and I can pull on my phone and look up anything I want. Right. But back then you couldn't do that. So mm-hmm. that's why I had to rethink it and say, no, perhaps maybe now it's easier. And This whole thing, I just wanna, I wanna get to um, COVID real quick because I'm, like what you were saying with the old masks thing and I know masks are a big point of contention right now with people. My view of, of COVID, just to get it, get it out there, has always been from the very beginning, I heard about this was, this was December, like mid-December, 2019, mm-hmm. I learned about a Wuhan lab week. Right. Now, with everything I just said about the establishment, with these mm-hmm. people being in cahoots, and with it being all these influential people, so all of, not just the world leaders, all the, the celebrities, all the media, all the everything... Is it now not surprising that when the information was first coming out, you had a, a lot of news companies ignoring it, a lot of social media companies basically blacklisting or banning anyone who's making any mention to a lab leak. And only now is the same corporate news who was bashing people months ago, a year ago for bringing this up are now saying, perhaps this is happening. They don't want to air out their friends. At the end of the day, a rich person in America probably has more in common with a rich Chinese person than a regular American. Mm-hmm. A D.C. or New York elitist American is no different from an elitist in, in London or Paris. It's all the same thing. Right. speak different languages, but they all shake hands. They all make deals. Spend money the same way. And they want their people to be the same way, and they all want their plans to be the same way. It's a really, really, really—I would say—I don't want to say dark, because I'm happy that I can see it. Because you know, it's worse to not be able to know something is happening. You know, you wouldn't—I don't think being an ignorant and happy person, like fuck, being ignorant and happy, because I don't even think there's such thing. Well they say ignorance is
1: bliss. It goes a long way. It goes for a lot of different things. Yeah. That's kinda like what I, what we were talking about last time with it it kinda goes into it where, you know, with people's ambitions, you know, if you want a lot, you know, that comes with a lot. You're gonna have to take you can't take everything to the heart. You're gonna have to just let go of Make a lot of stuff. And shit. Ex- exactly. So Ignorance is really bliss Having that, you know Small little calm life That most people, you know, dream of That's That's, you know it, it, That's basically But at the cost of a lot of fuck shit That's you, you basically have to turn your head to a lot of
0: stuff Or just, you know I, I understand that's the way, like the, the, I feel like that's so oh, ah, This is the thing, man I feel like that's such a Like like, I feel what, I, what I'm saying right now might sound naive, right? Like, of course, people do what I said they do. Human nature, right? But... Maybe I'm idealistic. Why does it have to? Why not we are recognize the problem, work to fixing the problem, okay? Because no one's getting paid to fix it.
1: Yeah, and when they try to fix it, you know, people would just shut it down. And there's, like, so many setbacks. You know, everyone... The people who are trying to fix her are basically the people, are mostly the people on the bottom, okay? Like you are saying, yeah, people yeah. on top, they and have friends, gonna, yeah, they no. they don't want to make them and mad. And if, if it's not money, like they you guys were deals. saying, yeah,
0: it's, they're not going to be interested. The elites, they're not interested yeah. if there's no money or power. To if there's be be a elite. small town problem, why why does it got to be a big city's problem if it's not in that city? You exactly. know what I mean? Then why does the big city, uh, why, why city want to vote mm-hmm. on things that are going to affect the small town? Isn't that the funny thing, too? Right. <clears throat>
2: But then I think about the small people, people in poverty who are living barely paycheck to paycheck.
1: Those are the sacrifices. They're 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 thinking about the bigger plan that it's gonna make, and they're not really worrying about them, cause you know they they think about it's really about money. Well, That's what what it's are it's you contributing? Yeah. What are you contributing? They're not contributing more than the people on top, so they're gonna make changes to support or to benefit the people on top, the and basically. Class. Yeah, forget
0: about <coughs> if Uh-oh. you're middle class just
2: barely hanging on there.
0: I mean, well, they they've been trying to kill the middle class for the past like fifty years. Right. And they've been very well, like I said, the labor thing dropped and you know, with the the rise of the international market. Mm-hmm. So the the value of just being able to go get be middle class working in a factory is no longer mm-hmm. really a thing in, in any first world nation. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because in America especially, like, we constantly look to that era with, like, that reverence. At least economically. Like, I know there were there were, like, all kind of social issues. But economically speaking, just the ability to be able to pull the shit off they were able to pull is just insane.
2: What mm-hmm. do you really think about? Has, has it really changed that much? Has it really changed? From when? Then? Yeah, from then when people were struggling... Racism, obviously, financially. No, it's it's
1: more, really it's more it's more like muffled, but it's not really. Well, a little bit. It's not really that muffled, but it's more. It's more like you know, they're not really like focused Like race, on when it
0: comes to race, the what I've always thought of it was there's there's like a divergence. or right, I'm gonna first break it down because I don't think this is like all people. I don't think this is like that all white people thing. To me as common I'm just trying to like Fit the, my mind in the mind Of what was just at the time I'm not even gonna try to be emotional about it You know I'm just gonna be like Alright at the time this is what just was Right And what just was was In like Let's say 1950 From 1950 we're gonna move up If you're a white guy you Basically do whatever the fuck you want Right For the most part right You work at a factory You're gonna be able to Move into whatever Neighborhood you want Marry whoever you want you'll be able to take care of her and have like three kids. Yeah, okay That's if you were a white guy for the most part You didn't really Have to deal with the minority There was no way a minority would really have any kind of way to have any Superiority or like that wasn't a thing in the 50s, right? Mm -hmm. We were just a white guy It was just like you were around white guys, and when you saw black guys, they were working, like, in waitstaff or some shit. Or it was something you saw on the TV or heard on the radio or heard from other white people. You didn't even talk to black people for the most part. That was your average, like, white, suburban, white person, like, at that time. Just because of how it was back then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right? Now, on the flip side, you had minorities. Okay? we we'll break it down. First, let's start with black people. So, yeah, black people in the 50s, they were basically kind of forced to be in this role of hush-hush, do as we, kind of just play along with what's going on. This is your position. This is where you're going to be. Accept this. Right? So, sit at the back of the bus, drink at that water fountain, you know, you got to sit, go, come in the restaurant through the back and you got to sit in the back over there. You can't come and park up front here and walk through the front. Mm -hmm. You had places that were literally just like, hey, if you're not white, you can't come in, period. Like, you know, that was mainly down south with with the uh, Jim Crow laws, really. But that's just what it was. So over the years, as, you know, like civil rights happened, stuff like that, that first group I was talking about of white people, white guys... They kind of went from being this, I can do whatever I want to, now I got to answer to black people, I got to answer to, we can get to women, you know, the women's uh, liberation in the 70s, Mm -hmm. all these kind of minority group issues that were in the 50s that were being swept under the rug, because guess what, it's white man's, you know, world, or white man's power at the time. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff explodes by the 60s, by the 70s, they're just like, what the fuck? So you have you have a lot of kind of resentment underneath in that class of older white guys, I think. I think it's just the mindset, hmm. and
2: that mindset still passed down mm-hmm. as far as racism. Because yeah. we're still talking about racism. As far as racism, that mindset was passed down to their kids. I mean, over time it'll die out, but as far as now is looking, racism is always going to be a fucking thing. Yeah. But it's only a matter of time before it becomes less common
0: than what it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, that's cause, because people are just going to keep meeting people, like, you know, like information traveling. So the, nowadays, you can't go without seeing a minority. I mean, you gonna exactly, see a minority. You're going to learn about a minority just because the information is always instant now. Mm-hmm. Look, i Have you ever seen a little kid just working on a tablet? Like, it's insane. Like, you'll have like 30, 40 year olds looking, being like, I look at my 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 niece or nephew or the kids on their phones and tablets it's insane how quick they move Mm -hmm. and and that's just like what it's going to be in the future what racism i don't worry about it like because it's i don't think it's going to ever be a point again where you're going to really worry about it on a grand scale unless you're in a certain place Um, The only way I could see it happening really is if there is a huge backlash due to something that one group is trying to do Mm -hmm. at a point in time, like now or soon. Like, the only way I could see it is, like, right now, if, if, let's say, for example, some, you know, I'm trying to think, like, some Asian guy, right? I'm just using them as an example, decided at some point, or a group of Asians at some point decided, you know what, fuck it, Asians are better. And you know what? We're gonna pick it. we're gonna pick the white guys to hate. And you started doing that. And then you have thirty years of that where you got like some white kid born in a world where he doesn't know what it what being a white guy before Asian hate started. Even though like I'm not saying that's gonna happen, I'm just saying like, that can be an example. You mm-hmm. can replace Asian with black or Hispanic or whatever. Just anything like that, then I could see a lot of racism coming back. But it'd only be if something started like that now. If somebody was trying to push, like, a, hey, that group is bad. That group is bad, bad. Like, like, fuck them, they need to die. And there are some elements of that that, are, that you can see now. Right. That you're seeing now, which is right. why it's like, hey, call that shit out when you see it, especially on your own side, because you don't want some kid, some somebody born in a world where all they know is you hating them. They don't know the world where their group hated you. They were born in a world where you hated them and that's all they know. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're ever going to really uh, have like that hatred really come back like that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part in the future, I think if we just, everybody's chilling, like I think we've been doing now and just talking, having conversations and realizing the common sense that, hey, you didn't choose to be born where you were born. You just was. Mm. And your skin is whatever it is. And the way you think about things is just due to your life experiences, who you've been around, who you've hung around, the culture, in your household and in the country and in the environment you're around and all of that, all wrapping in again make who you are. That's who I look... That's who you should look at. Ver, You know, you look at their character, who they become as a person, their actions, versus judging you on something you had no control over. Like, nobody... I didn't, I didn't fucking... Press a box and say, okay, okay, I'm a soul and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be a dude and I'm gonna be will be six foot three and I'm gonna be black and I was gonna be born in the year 2001. Like, nobody did that. You were just born in life. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to judge somebody on an immutable trait. I think, and that's common sense. Like, most people are gonna look at that and be like, that yeah. makes sense.
1: I mean, yeah, but most people are like ignorant. Maybe as the time goes, you know, there's still old people thinking with that old mindset, but there's so much ignorance in this fucking in this world that just because of the media, how it portrays everybody, you know, people are just still gonna look at the media even hate you for some reason. Yeah, it's it's I don't think it's I still don't think it's gonna be like racism in the future. I think it's gonna be something different. You know, people are always gonna hate and they're always gonna love. They're always it's like some it's like people have to look up to somebody and follow something. Yeah. It's basically going to be the same thing, you know.
0: I don't think that's... Maybe that's why that elitism there always exists. Because yeah, people always want... There can't be, like, straight peace. Right. I don't think that's ever going to No, throughout the history of... The history of humanity has been war and preparing for war. If you look at the, the history of, of recorded... That's a threat right there. And, it's serious. It's, I'm being yeah. dead serious. It's just been war and preparing for war. And then there's a big con... There's a big war. A bunch of people die... Those who remain have an abundance. There's a good time. The good times happen. The good times lead to people being born and there's a yeah, large there's a war. Then guess what? Now there's a large population. Now there's problems because mm-hmm. there's less resources than there was before. And then there leads to a huge conflict. There's a war. A bunch of people die again and the cycle begins. Mm-hmm. Then, <clears throat> life as a human being.
2: That cycle starting up again. And what is that? You, th- you guys think there's
1: ever gonna be, like, a change? Or is it a, se- a different there, way? we're we could... all,
0: like, at peace? And there's where no there's war? just no conflict? Where, yeah, where we could, you know... I feel like in some way... We could break the always, cycle. There's always gonna be... What? There's always gonna be some What are place? human beings constantly fighting for? Resources. Dude. Okay. So, why do we fight for resources? Because, what? They're scarce. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's three of us, and there's... We're, all three of us are starving, and there's two sandwiches. Somebody... If, uh, let's just, I mean, of course, we'd probably be like, okay, we're going to break these up. But we're intelligent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, that's just, you know, in sim- simple, simplistic terms, limited resources, that can't happen in the case of all things. So you're going to have that competition and that competition can lead to that violence. or No more scarcity. Which, a post-scarcity world, this is interesting. This is really, really, really interesting. A world of post-scarcity. Meaning... What does scarcity mean again? Scarcity means... Isn't that like the... the, the It's literally... Why are you paying... You... Like panic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like... uh, So basically a world where you, me, and you, and everybody in the world has a... Like, instead of phones, we had like this button... Or not button. We had like a, a, some kind of technological thing. I can't imagine what it would be. That would allow us to create anything. So imagine if I wanted to, like, theoretically, if I wanted to, you know, make a certain amount of gold, I could. Now, if everyone could do that, what is the value of gold? Definitely. Exactly. So at, at a post-scarcity world where everyone could have whatever they need or whatever they want, mm-hmm. right? F- basically without interfering with anyone else then perhaps there would be maybe peace. But the problem with people is that we're tricky. And even what we think, like, how many times have people thought like, oh, if I do this, this will happen. But then like, no, here's this variable no one saw coming that completely changes. So who knows, man? Who knows? Like what would happen if we all like if you think people would be at peace if everyone could have what they wanted and could need it instantly? No. You don't think so? You think people would still find some co- some kind of conflict? Like, if I could still... If if there was no more starving kids in Africa, there's no more... There's just no more any of that... Like, idealism, rose-tinted glasses, like, the world is just unlimited resources.
1: Why? Yeah, why do you think you can't? Why, you can't? why would
0: people... Why would people not fight? Or why would people fight, actually? Yeah, what's, what's the, the value the, of it? But... Bo- but what but if is they the value get, yeah. of anything if I if we can all there is no more value if we can all have everything to our own perception,
1: our, our little own dream world. If you want to think essentially, of everybody things.
0: has like like oh. how could there be how could there be a conflict like how I'm never gonna starve. The only thing I can think of is maybe entitlement, greed. Maybe people would find. More, maybe They'll people find a just, way like, say <laughs> yeah maybe or groups of people finding a way to use those resources to, to just want it. more right. like some there's going to be somebody who just wants more than somebody else they're right. not now, how, even, how is that even possible in if, if if there are, a world of post scarcity because we're what I'm all saying.
2: fucking humans and people are more greedy than others yeah we might have unlimited of one thing but i feel like there's good, there's bound to be a group that just kind of like overrules that and it's like you want the rest of this, or you want you want my share of it, some shit like that. I might sell it, get more money from it. But what would
0: you need the money yeah, for? Yeah, how, how's that gonna work? Like but with you land need, you need and money. Shit. Mm-hmm. You need money so that you can take your money and go spend it would to, there even to be on money? things. But what would you need to spend your money on? Because I don't need to buy anything. Mm-hmm. If I need, you know, I'm just saying, like, if, if in this scenario, like, fuck. You remember Dragon Balls? You remember those yeah. Boma capsule pills? Yeah. Imagine if we all had some shit like that where I had a pill and I went bloop and threw it in the middle of the woods and I had a big ass house and I went bloop in a car and I'm hungry, a fridge and I open up the fridge and there's already food in there and shit. We all could just do that. What would be the problem? What would, where would conflict come from? Where like, I'm just trying so to could think. We, we, could we all have that? Like I, 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 I don't know I, That's the thing I don't even know If human beings Like Because are, are we We're animals Of a scarcity world mm-hmm. How would we Live in a world That wasn't made for us If we Don't have
2: I think it was just Out of our Like intelligence That wouldn't mean? work out Because it's all. just Because it's just Something we haven't lived before So how can we Like imagine it
0: I mean, we are just, we're just. Talking. No, because you know we're talking about conflict and war and what causes yeah, it mainly. We've all. But then there's also the very dumb just reasons for started. Shit. Religious wars. Yeah. There's, but there's a, always conflict. There's
2: always but then, be Yeah, with like land, like that's land. just just
1: because you you oh, want yeah. everything. You could ask for anything you want. That doesn't mean the world is gonna get bigger. Like where where are we gonna keep all this stuff? We're still gonna be fighting over land. Because land would be the only thing make, that
0: would be scarce left. Yeah, you can't. Because you can't make more earth. Dude. No matter how many Boma pills I have. You think the currency would change?
1: I mean, I mean, you never know. You could just ask for a rocket ship, go to another planet. You could, if you wanted, you could breathe on in space. Like, you I mean, we're just talking
0: hypothetical. This is getting this way is, too complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, I just wanna, I wanna keep it on human beings, our nature throughout history. The, the, that relation to the scarcity of resources among among the general population, the imbalances all throughout history between the have-the-have-nots, all of that, the fluctuations, to modern times, based on that scarcity of resources. And then let's just say we add this factor of, boom, there is, no, there is no more scarcity or there's just so much abundance. How about there's so much abundance, scarcity is completely null and void. I mean, kids starving in Africa. What do you mean? We have we have planes going there every hour on the hour right. because manufacturing of food is so high. But because of the, like I said, hypothetical ab- abundance, how would there be conflict? But then, like you said, there'd land. So I, I'm starting to now. You you helped me open up something in my mind because I'm starting to now think, um, maybe like, what would happen is people would just divert. What was once viewed as scarcity, as now now they would just find some new scarcity to fight over. So it's, now it people, would be lame. yeah,
1: they're they're always gonna find something a that new hate. scarcity as, as conflict yeah a point of conflict that's just right. life. I don't and plus with the growing life population, I don't think I don't think there's ever the cycle is gonna be broken anytime soon. With the growing pop, there has to be like
2: that uh, must be all we're thinking. Like, we were one mind. Like, if we were one mind, one person. That's, that's a hive mind. It's that's like that's a small high town. Mind. That's yeah, a hive mind kind of thing. Yeah. You
0: can't do that as humans. when I not like ants or something. Like, True. we just don't function. Now, I just mean, like, what I mean by ants is like ants literally, by their nature, function like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're an ant and you don't, you're not trying to help out like the rest of the ants and picking shit up and moving in a line and going down the little anthill. Fuck you, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, if an ant walks away. Nobody stops and goes, Hey, man, nobody cares about that nigga. He's gone. He's gonna die. <laughs>
2: yeah. Alright, so we're back from our smoke break. And
0: we're better than ever.
2: <laughs> 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 no, bro. At least I hope, you know, I hope I I succeed. I hope we all succeed. I want nothing less for my group of friends, my family. I just want us all to... Accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish, live the lives that we want to do, or live the lives that we want. You know what I mean? You know what we we hoping for.
0: Well, man, I'm not gonna hope for easier days, but I'm gonna hope for us to be stronger men. Preach.
2: It's gonna get stronger. I mean, it's gonna that's be from, harder. That's from a Kennedy.
0: Let me not. I'm not. That, that's from. That's what Kennedy said. But it's true. Like the world's going to be what the world is. But like you said, at the end of the day, I think we're fairly confident in what we all want to do and where we all want to go. Mm-hmm. And I know what the guys want to do. And I'm just hoping everybody for real does find that. And um, it won't always be good, happy. But like when it is hard, we know it's hard. And we know what we got to do when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. You make it through that? That's stronger what I'm saying.
2: Than ever. Yeah. So it changes us as, a, as a person, as human beings.
0: <sighs> Facts.
2: Yo,
1: shout out Trent. Nigga be decent. Uh, sensation, guy.
0: Mhm.
1: Yo, shout out Divine Fashion. You know, not really fuck with your shit. Y'all about to get into what hoodie season? I'm gonna fuck with that shit. Fall season, oh, baby. baby. Yeah, I mm-hmm.
2: fucking love Dude. fall season. I'm sick and grind all day, bro. I feel like my best outfits are oh when, my is when i wear in sweaters, Bro, yeah, I'm, there a there is you, is I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you know suits. when it
1: drops, cause I know you don't even want to call something. That shit. That shit probably will be fine. <clears throat> I. He sent me the coats, but you know, I can show y'all. Look pretty cool. Show you after we're done. Uh,
2: I just delete this. <laughs> Alright well Peace out y'all. Session. We out Stay real Peace